0: Welcome back to our series about Stories, the creative writing application for macOS and iOS. In the last video I've shown you how to create a Kindle eBook version of your document, in fact of several documents, to so link them together. And in this video I want to make you aware of a couple of inconsistencies that you will come across and how to remedy those of course let's begin by using the screencast manuscript we've been building over the last few videos here so in this uh, case we have four chapters all usually with uh, dummy text and i'm going to start with chapter one here which has a subheading uh, which may be interesting so let's uh, before we start with this subheading perhaps we're going to insert a space here and hit the tab key and insert another block of lorem text so this is something i just i'm just going to use to demonstrate how the chapter title followed by some text followed by that uh, heading 2 will look formatted as an ebook and speaking of the heading 2 as soon as we get there i'm uh, i'm having just one line here, one line on one paragraph, which is called Section 1. I'm going to insert a space here, just because I want to demonstrate that um, these spaces are actually ignored when you um, convert the document to EPUB or to the Kindle version. So I don't know why, but the ebook readers seem to strip that out, so blank lines are completely ignored, uh, which is something to keep in mind when you're writing, because sometimes you want to insert a blank line to to kind of suggest to the reader this is a tiny bit of a break here not so much a break as a paragraph break but something slightly larger and uh, it's one of those things if you have that kind of writing style be aware of that what's going to happen in the ebook conversion on the pdf conversion these lines will stay intact but not on the ebook conversion And I'm gonna do the same here. So we have uh, one section, one with a space followed by a paragraph. um, And then I'm gonna insert another space here. And uh, I think we've changed this previously to lorem ipsum ipsum. So I'm gonna just correct that to lorem and take the second ipsum out here, there we go. And then, of course, we have a section break with the hash mark. And this is another thing to remember. The, this is an indication for stories to, to tell us or to tell the program this is where a new section begins. But of course, for an ebook, this section break is going to stay intact. So we're going to see a hash mark there. Let's see how we can remedy all these things. So first of all, let's create an EPUB version of this document now. Uh, we do that by going into File, Export and just like before we uh, we select under the export format we're going to select ebook and under the format itself instead of the kindle.mobi we're going to select epub document.epub And then, of course, at the top here, we need to select what needs to go into our document. I've shown you that in the previous video, so I'm not gonna repeat that here. I'm just gonna select my test manuscript, which is the the only thing that we're gonna export without a copyright or a title page. So this is already marked as book body, which is fantastic, so I'm just gonna go next. And I'm just gonna leave that as test manuscript and the author, I'm just gonna call myself anonymous. Hit next give it a place where to save it. So perhaps I'm gonna save that here in my Dropbox folder under the Kindle Editions folder. And a second or so later, it's, it's all done. Let's find that document and open it in Apple iBooks apps under Storyist, and then I've got uh, another subfolder which is called Kindle Editions. Not quite that correct, because we've got the test management in an EPUB edition. Only six kilobytes long, so not that bad. So if I double click on that, uh, that should be opened. There we go, it does, in fact, in uh, Apple iBooks. And this is what it looks like. So uh, first of all, we have, as soon as we hover to the top of the screen, we have our new table of contents here. So if I click on that, then I get the, to see the table of contents on the left hand side and we can see what's happened with the subheading here so we have chapter 1 we have a subheading and then of course we have lots of text and we have other chapters as well so this is what happens with the subheading formatting the t- chapter 1 always starts on a new page but the which because this is kind of a header one format and this is kind of a header two format, so it looks slightly smaller and the formatting once again is applied by the e-reader works the same on the amazon kindle of course uh, but it also works the same on on other e-readers so this is now kind of a if you're familiar with html formatting this is h1 and this would be h2 and so forth h3 h4 those are slightly smaller but they're still usually centered and they're formatted in bold and slightly larger than the body text so we have that and this does not start on a separate page if i go and flick my pages, then I can see that chapter two here starts on a new page. But the, this one here, the subheading, does not do that. It it's, uh, inserts a heading, but it, it does so in line with the rest of the text. So it's a nice formatting aid if you write that way. It's, it's particularly interesting if you do non-fiction, because you can have one chapter about, uh, whatever. let's just say, the internet, and then you can have a subheading which discusses YouTube and Wikipedia, for example so um but the other thing i wanted to make you aware of is that b- between section one and my next paragraph there is no empty line there uh, same with the next paragraph between this paragraph and the next lauren paragraph there's no empty line paragraphs are indicated once by the indent as well as by a little bit of space between each paragraph so that is definitely staying intact but the empty line is completely gone. So all e-readers, including the Kindle as well as the EPUB um, readers will all strip that out. Just something to be aware of. If you write that way, and if you want a little bit of a gap there, then you can't use an empty line. You have to use something else like either this thing here, the the hash mark, which we're gonna discuss in a moment, or you're gonna have to be inventive and find something else. So yes, that hash mark here, the little section separator, it looks exactly like it did in the stories document. So it is technically separating this section because there was something there. So the e-reader acknowledges that, but it may not look like you want it to look. So before you export something as an ebook, you may want to replace that with something else. So remember, you can't replace it with, uh, with a space, with an empty line, because it is, uh, the e-reader will just strip it out and ignore it. But what we can do, is perhaps replace that with something along the lines of a few um i don't know these little asterisk marks if you do that be aware that anything that you that you've done here in regards to sections in those chapters this is going to disappear because as soon as you remove that stories isn't going to see that as a section break anymore so um, it's something to be aware of i'm going to do it by uh, clicking on my test manuscript over here and then I'm gonna right click on this and I'm gonna hit duplicate. And I'm doing that so that I have an exact copy of this test manuscript here. So I've got test manuscript copy. In fact, this folder, that was just for testing. So I'm gonna get rid of that folder as well. Even if we wanted to bring it back, we're gonna get rid of the images folder as well here. Ta-da, perfect, clear, clutter-free, I like it. Remember that if we wanted to bring any of these documents back, we have the project trash over here that we can, you know, so these documents are still technically there unless we click empty and then at that point they'll be gone. So, um, you know, just wanted to drive that home again. So I've got my test manuscript copy here so I can mess around with it and in it I'm going to now replace this section separator with something else. So uh, I'm going to do that by clicking into the text here somewhere. Anywhere is good as long as I'm in the text and I'm going to hit Command F and that will bring up the little search bar up here, which lets me find an iteration of whatever character string I type in here. So in my case I'm looking for a uh, section separator hash marks. That is Alt 3 on the Mac and it shows me how many iterations of that particular character are occurring and it then highlights them in yellow. With, the least, with these little two arrows here I can go to the next one, to the next iteration. Just like Much like I've shown you on the iOS Version of of story is so it is it's exactly the same way that it works. So uh, let's go to the first iteration here. Is that the first one? Mm, This is the first one. There we go and uh, in order to replace that I can now uh, tick this replace tick box and then another bar comes up in which I can now type in something else so what I found for me what works quite well is if I replace that with a few asterisks so maybe five of them three of them will do fine I'm just gonna, gonna use five of them and uh, if I'm gonna say I can either hit replace all that will work if you're absolutely sure that you've not used the hash mark for anything else if you have then you may want to be a little bit more careful and just uh, replace them one by one so hitting replace will replace this single instance and then go over to the next one like this if i do that then the previous one has been whoops where was it it has been replaced and it's it's already parking my cursor on the next one and if i hit replace again then it will replace that one as well but if i hit replace all then all occurrences will be replaced so if you've used the hash mark for something like re- uh, referring to supporting actor hash three or something you know I've, I've done i've done i don't know hash 47 iterations of that or i'm you know i'm already hash one why try harder that sort of thing you know then uh, be aware that those hash marks will also be replaced if you use replace all just something to be aware of and once you've done that you can now export the document again as an ebook document and then you know things will look fine in all honesty you're probably going to do this exporting at the end of your work so at that point we can just have a look here uh, we no longer have these sections that we had in the previous document here, say in chapter two, we had three sections, in chapter two here, we only have the first one. In all honesty, once it gets to creating an ebook, you're probably gonna be done with the sections anyway, and you know you don't need that outline anymore because that's gonna disappear with it as well, which is why I was suggesting, perhaps if you do wanna retain that those types of notes, please make a copy beforehand just so that those things are safe in another copy. But in all honesty, if you don't care about that, that's also fine, because in all likelihood, you'll be done with the writing process, and you may not need your notes anymore. Just, again, something to be aware of. And that is how you can do that. If you want to indicate to the reader that your empty lines are actually meaningful then I'm afraid the only way I know of how to do it, perhaps you know a better way but the only way I know how to do it is to literally scroll through the document and every time you do encounter an empty line that is meaningful to you hit the tab key and insert one of those section separators in there. So use these section separators as an indicator that something is gonna happen there. And then uh, replace them with something along the lines of this, if you like. If you're now thinking, well, yeah, those stars, they're kind of nice, but I'd like to use something like along the lines of fleurons, then be aware that e-readers don't really do fleurons very well, they're, they're literally just text machines. And florons they're, they're kind of these little um, Uh, kind of graphical little things that you see on a Jane Austen novel and, and all that and that'll work in a PDF document which we're going to discuss in the next video but it's not going to work for e-reader so be aware of that that's not going to work that's not going to look good it's just going to be replaced with one of those big question marks in a box type character so stay away from that even though it will look okay inside the stories project and it'll work for PDFs it will not work for e-reader so keep it really nice and simple if you dislike asterisks then uh, be inventive with uh, perhaps um, like a dashed line like this but make something up that that's consisting of standard characters I guess that's what I'm saying uh, standard characters can be used but uh, anything that isn't in the in the sort of ASCII character set will cause in line all likelihood will cause an issue you can always try it and then export an EPUB or a Kindle document and then have a look at it on a real device and see what that looks like and see if it floats your boat basically that's all I have at the moment about formatting tips for ebooks. Those two things uh, are to be aware of. The way heading one and heading two styles start in the document, the way section separators are dealt with and that they're going to be coming across as the hash mark that you've put in and that you may want to be want 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 to be replaced and also that e-readers ignore empty lines in your document. Join me for the next video in which we're going to be discussing how to create a PDF document print ready or for sharing. Join me for that.